Welcome to the Find Your Awesome Podcast. My name is Kelsey Abbott and I'm your host. I'm an intuitive human design and money coach and I help you welcome more ease, abundance, and joy into your life. I am so excited you're here. I'm excited for this episode. But first, gratitude. Always, always the gratitude. Today, I'm sharing words from Shadow Sky Creative. And the title is Mini Magical Moments Blah. It gets cut off after that. And I don't know what blah, B-L-A, dot, dot, dot. I don't know what it means. So I've been working, listening with Kelsey for over a year now, and she is truly a magical human. She brings great perspective into things big and small. If you need a good reset, please listen and or reach out. Better understand yourself in this big mystery of life. I really cannot express how much Kelsey has impacted my life. Thank you. I hope you all can experience her magic too. Oh, thank you, Bailey. Thank you so much. What a delightful surprise the day I discovered that little love bomb. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. And thank you to all of you who are listening. Okay. We've got some business to cover today. Before we get into this energy update with Amy White, I wanted to tell you something really, really exciting. The next version, the next round of the money class is coming. It's starting in September. And before it opens, it's going to start September 12th. I'm doing something that I think is pretty amazing. It's a money class open house. It's one hour of, it's like a sneak peek of the money class. That is August 29th. That is a Monday and it's from 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern. If you aren't on my email list already, come get on that because that's where you'll get all the information about the money class open house, which is totally free. And so come on over to KelseyAvett.com, get yourself on my email list and also get a spot on the money class waitlist. So you are the very first to know all of these things. Again, do it all at KelseyAbbott.com. Now, this week, it's time for Amy. You know, if you're new here, every month we do an energy update with Amy White. And Amy channels the greater consciousness, so she tells us all the things they want us to know. Now, one of the things we discussed in this month's, in the August energy update, we talked about the speed of flow. And we kind of talked about it very high level. We talked about the difference between generators and manifesting generators. And I just want to bring to your attention before we get into this episode, listen, a lot of people, there's a lot of advice out there to slow down or to speed up. The thing is, every single one of us has our own unique speed of flow. And yes, you can learn what that is when you dig all the way into your human design. It's not just in your energy type. Yes, manifesting generators flow faster than any other energy type. And then there's different pieces of your of your soul blueprint that are going to play into the speed at which your the speed at which you flow. So that's which energy centers you have defined versus undefined, which gates you have defined your different, your digestion style. There is so much that goes into what your natural speed is. Okay. So I'm sharing this because I want you to tap into your own unique flow. Your soul picked it out for you before you were born. Your soul picked out all of your gifts 
every single thing you would need to come here and change the world in your own unique way. And then, you know, set it all out and seal the deal by choosing your exact date, time, and place of birth. And that, as you know, is your human design chart. So before you try and do things just because you feel like you should do them, lean into your chart. If you're not familiar with the nitty gritty of your chart, which is so much more than your energy type and profile and authority, come to me. Again, head to kelseyabbott.com, get your free chart from me over there, read my emails, listen to the podcast, perhaps sign up for some private coaching. This is the thing. I want you to tap into how your soul chose for you to do it because we are all different and that is awesome. All right, enough of that. Let's get into this week's episode, the August Energy Update with Amy White. I hope you love it. Amy! Hello, hello. Oh, you're so sexy with that smooth hair, too. It's like a meow. Yeah, this is where you, you this is where your um your audience just cannot grasp what we're <laughs> quite talking about. <laughs> no, there's so much the audience is missing out without the video in our conversations. You know what I should do is take a screenshot and then I'll post it on my social when I post about the, on my socials. Smile. <laughs> all right you guys want to see me with straight straight hair you can catch me on my instagram page when i post about the podcast here we go and it's going up next week so cool it'll all be perfect all right so how are you right this second i am really good i am really good i am i am i'm really observing the energy. I was talking about this with somebody the other day with a client, how there's almost like these two levels of energy happening simultaneously right now. There's this like bottom layer that's really sloggy and mucky, but then there's this upper level that's like zoom, 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 zoom. And it's almost the juxtaposition of the slow energy and the fast energy that's really very interesting. While it feels like it's slowing everything down, it also feels like things are moving really quickly forward. And I don't have other words for it than that because it's such a paradox. I feel that that level of, I, I picture it like freshly Zamboni dice. Mm-hmm. It's when you said it, it is, it's just that like pew, a refreshed yeah. pavement. It's so smooth and delicious. Yeah. Yeah. But there is a a counter sort of speed of energy that's there and it feels both grounding, but it can also feel um, it can make people feel impatient, you know, because when you feel that smooth, fast energy, there's an expectation, whether consciously or unconsciously, that things are going to really start to manifest, Mm -hmm. you know, and boom, boom, boom. And yet, we were talking about this just before we hit record. The big message the greater consciousness is talking about today is the long game. 
you know, it's like slow, purposeful building block, building block, building block. When we can calibrate to that sort of idea of, a, of how things are starting to come into the physical manifestation, then it actually creates space for surprising, exciting things to just pop in. But if we're focusing on the popping in manifestation, it's, it's like we, it just becomes a cycle of making us feel more and more impatient. And yeah. no, it's kind of that, again, it's that, it's that paradox of slow down to speed up. I'm feeling it as like, be intentional with every single step. Like really, I don't know a good word for this. Like manage your energy, choose your energy, but those don't feel like the quite the right. It's like, yeah, it's a, yeah. It's deliberately choose. Down. Yeah, it is. It, it's funny. We were talking about this on my twice monthly community call this week. Um, and the, what the greater consciousness reminded me of at that point, and they're bringing through again, is this walking meditation I used to do when I would go on these weekend silent meditation retreats at spirit rock in Northern California. And we would do this walking meditation. It was like, how slowly can you walk? And it like the first couple of times it drove me crazy. I'm like, how do you slow down so much? You know, and I'm a always kind of a zip, 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 zip from one flower to the other, to the other, to the other kind of mover. Um, but what I realized through the process of this walking meditation was that I noticed things that didn't have time to catch up with my awareness because of the pace in which I tend to flip through my day. And so, yeah, the slowing down intentionally to see more, to experience more, to, to be part of the manifestation of more. Have you ever walked through a mud flat? That's a good question. Probably not intentionally. Okay. This is what I'm picturing. So for listeners who aren't aware, I used to be a marine biologist and mud flaps, like you wear your big rubber boots that come up to your knees and you step in to the mud and your foot goes down into the mud, pretty up, pretty much up to the top of the boot. And then you step the other leg into a similar, not pre-made hole. And then you're kind of like, okay, my next task is to lift the back leg, bring it forward, keep the boot on the foot. Where do I want to put it? And then, and each step has to be so mindful because you have to hold your foot in a certain way to keep the boot on. And it is like, I am going there. And each one is also, how badly do you want to go there? And are you sure that's where you want to go? And is that where you want to put this foot or is that where you want to put the other foot? Yeah. That's what this feels like that. Like, look, just everything is a choice. Every second is a choice. Do you want to read that email? Do you want to consume that information? Do you want to listen to this? song? Do you want to put that in your mouth? Do you want to, do you want to, do you want to, do you want to, Mm -hmm. where do you want to spend your energy? Mm -hmm. You know, that's the big, that's a big message right now. And I think we get to choose 
more, even more intentionally, more consciously, maybe than we've recognized before, but we're also being invited to choose in ways that we haven't before. And I think that's part of the slowing down invitation. You know, I also feel like so often, even in the most spiritual of circumstances, we tend to be moving so quickly forward that we don't allow the wisdom to catch up to us. And it's almost like, you know, I picture this, like my guides running behind me, like, well, just hang on. I've got more information. And I'm already like, I'm gone. You know, I'm on to the next thing. So it's really, yeah, it's really interesting to me, this idea of slowing down coupled with this idea of it's all a long game. I want to talk about that first bit about your guides running behind you. I feel like that is very generator like, and this might, this might just be me as an MG, but I feel like my guides, if I like kind of sit and wait for more wisdom, they're like, what are you doing? Go, we'll drop it in. You go do your thing, follow the urge and we'll drop it in when it's time. Just trust us that we'll drop it in when it's time you go. I'm like, I don't know where I'm going. They're like, exactly. Go, <laughs> go there, where, there. Okay. Don't have any idea what I'm doing. They're like, yes, exactly. Yeah. You'll, you'll know when you need to know. Well, and you make a good point because I think this is more uh, philosophical than it is in actuality, right? This idea that, you know, if you can be moving so quickly that you, the guidance doesn't ever catch up with you, because I think it does, you, you do get it when you get it. But I also think it's interesting the way that they show it to me of like, oh, and, and even the greater consciousness is saying, even manifesting generators, you know, there is value in the intentionality of what they're talking about, yeah. right? Being intentional. Yes, it will drop in, but isn't it more fun to co-create it intentionally as opposed to just manifesting by default? Absolutely. And I don't think that being intentional Well, I do want to say this for all the manifesting generators listening right now. I know whenever anyone says slow down, you're like, I'm turning this off. just like, (laughs) screw off. Don't tell me to slow down because we don't feel like we're going fast. Intentionality, like keep flowing at your pace. Just Mm -hmm. don't over pace. Don't let it be easy. Let yourself flow at your pace and be intentional. Be mindful. Be be in the experience. Yeah. Does that match up with with what you're It does. They keep pushing the idea though, like again, that the the walking meditation where everybody can get value from really slowing down. Not forever. You know, what they were saying the other night and it makes so much sense is just like do it for five minutes and then kind of do a little bit of your own inner um, awareness test. Like, what did that do for me? Did it do anything for me? Did it frustrate me? You know, I love resistance because when resistance comes up, it's like, okay, there's something here for me. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, or, you know, it could just be like, no, it's nothing neutral. That's okay. But I think the idea of slowing, like being in such slow motion for some defined period of time, 
there's a lot of awareness that it creates for all of us. I agree. And I really, I'm really feeling like we need to clarify this for people. It's like, yes, the five minutes of slowness, the 10 minutes, hour of slowness, it doesn't have to mean that you are going against your natural inclination and becoming a person who like slows down and it feels unnatural to you. There's, there's rushing. No one that's not energetically aligned for anyone. Yeah. And there's flowing at different speeds. And then there's the intentional slowdown. And we're not saying like, you have to start talking. I can't even talk slowly. Mm -hmm. When I lived on the coast of North Carolina, the ladies in the locker room used to say, slow down, honey. I can't understand what you're saying. And I felt like it was rude to say to them, can you talk faster? Cause I can't understand what you're saying, but it was so true. I had no idea what I used to have to, when I was not in the locker room, ask Pete, what did he say? Yeah. 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 I, I, yeah, it's, it's very, you know, again, I think this is all an invitation into awareness. It's not to move in there. It's not to live our lives from there. Right. It's not to say, okay, now I'm just going to move slowly through the world forevermore. Mm-mm. But it's also to give the deeper understanding of when they talk about the long game, five minutes of, of micro <laughs> movement, you know, in your steps, for example, can feel like a very long time, Yeah, you know, but what are some of the beautiful gifts that come from that little bit of time? And that's the awareness that we're being invited into. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to invite people to, to do it barefoot. Yeah. Because yeah. feel how, I just think it's so cool how our bodies move, how we step on the ground and you can feel every little piece of your foot come in t- contact with the earth. And it doesn't happen all at once. We don't just like plop our foot down, but feel, and then feel how it settles in and then how you roll forward. It's just yeah. our bodies. We're not thinking our way through this ever. Our bodies actually know how to do it. Yep. They do. They I'm just do. in such awe of not just the human body, but all. Yeah all living beings and watching like we know how to move our bodies know it yep we don't think about it we don't have to think about it but sometimes we're unconscious about it and i think that's the i think that's the difference Mm -hmm. you know and i'm 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 loving this conversation even for myself as we're having it here because it's a great reminder of like what can i discover like there's a curiosity here what can i discover about myself by doing something so out of the quote unquote ordinary, you know, what, what can I learn about, about my body, you know, not just my spirituality, though, I'm sure there'll be parts of that, not just the human experience and the human journey, and there'll definitely be parts of that. But even like you were just describing, what can I learn about my body through this? I mean, these engines, these vehicles of ours are just magic magic. I don't even know another way to, to describe them, you know, and all of the wisdom exists within our body, our physical bodies. Yeah. We are so lucky. 
are so lucky. We are. No matter what we're feeling in our bodies right now, as, as I was sharing, I have a bicep strain that was the silliest way in my judgmental mind that happened <laughs> of all of the like exercise things that I do. The fact that I just lifted my suitcase wrong and pulled my bicep is kind of ironic and also quite funny, but also, you know, it's, it's, in, I didn't think about this until right now. It's, it's also a um, indicator that I was a little bit um, unconscious in what I was doing at the time where when I'm working out, I'm much more conscious, especially because sometimes I'm hanging upside down, spinning on the pole. And I really need to know where my body is and in, in time and space, but I was tired and my flight had been delayed and I just wanted my suitcase so I could go home. Yeah. Amy talking about those women in the locker room in North Carolina, also reminds me of the time when I had been swimming. I had a knee injury in high school and through college. So I had been a breaststroker, but then I was very wary of breaststroke. And then it became a choice between breaststroke or water polo. And I chose to do water polo. And then it was a, I don't know if either of these are okay for me. So I had just been swimming. I had done breaststroke pain-free. And then I sat on the toilet. And that is when my knee got very angry with me and swelled up the size of a grapefruit. And it was like grapefruit size for a month. So I am sharing that to say, yeah, Yeah. I know what it's like to just be out of your body. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I also think about, and I'd love your, I'd love your context on this from the standpoint of the different types um, of uh, characteristics, especially like for me as a generator, but the, the coming in and having that body awareness, like really feels a a strongly on point right now, like for all of us, but, you know, and I'll speak more generally, because I love your perspective on it as well from a human design standpoint. Um, but are there human design uh, types that don't benefit from being in their physical body? No, no, we're all meant to be in our bodies. And I didn't know where you were going to go with that question. You have a defined Ajna. So the two head centers are the Ajna and the crown. I have zero energy, but those are my two open centers. So when I am up in there, I feel suffering. Like it is not safe for me to be there. That is where I can cause myself a whole lot of misery. Mm-hmm. So I, I have this constant reminder, get back in your body. It is not safe to be up there. Um, a lot of people, if, if people who have a defined Ajna, you can't have a defined crown without a defined Ajna. Um, it's very, that's a very sticky energy. Mm-hmm. And of course we're trained to be up in our heads. That's how we're, that's all of school. That's what most children are taught completely. So it's a whole lot of untraining. Like, yes, you have. So I don't have the ability to have mental clarity. So like, Oh, what's the point in being up there? You (laughs) with your defined option, you can have mental clarity. So like, it's fun up there. 
Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can only sometimes imagine it's fun there. <laughs> but it's not the obvious, like, oh, don't come up here. It's not safe up here that I get. I get like tossed around when I go up, go Ooh. up in there. So I have a constant reminder. So yeah, but the thing is, all for all of us, our heads are for decoration. Our wisdom lives in our bodies. Yeah. Our decision-making tools are in our bodies. For 99% of us, we're not going to talk about mental projectors because they're probably yeah. not listening to this podcast. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh, I love that. Oh, and then that makes so much sense when we're talking about this. Like so many people have a hard time. Like what is the path? into the body or some yeah. of us do. And I know the tips I give people for that. What do you say? How do you guide people back into their bodies? I would say that, um, for me, it's about, uh, the felt sense. So I encourage people to, to both sort of marry the thinking mind and the body together. You know, is this my truth? Is this an untruth? Where does truth sit in my body? And then invite people to come into contact with how the body communicates. And that, that to me is the invitation then to explore, well, what else is my body telling me? And the slowing down that the greater consciousness, you know, kind of led off this conversation with, I think is part of that as well. You know, that invitation to really be in the body and what is the body telling us? Because it tells us a lot. Yeah. The slowing down is actually my tool that I'll use for myself and for other people. If you feel like you're not in your body, do yeah. five really slow squats, do five really slow push-ups, And it doesn't matter if you're doing them on your knees, on your toes against the wall. The point is to feel like if you're doing them against the wall, feel feel your hands, feel your fingers against the wall. Where does your, what happens? Like, as you push yourself away, feel what muscles are firing, have yeah. the, like get into your body and notice what's happening. What's moving. Just be in the experience with your body. Yeah. And I know we've talked about this in past podcasts. You know, I have a morning practice where when I'm done with my meditation or journaling or whatever it might be, and I'm, I'm rolling out of bed, I stop and I put both feet on the floor and it's like dropping a pin, right? You are here. And I think that there's something that's really important about that practice for me, because then when I'm really feeling scattered, I can go, oh, wait a minute, where's the pin drop? Boom. You know, like that pin on the digital map. You are here. Okay, here I am. And I can't be here if I'm not here in my body. It doesn't, it just doesn't work that way for me. I mean, maybe other people have different experiences, but there's something about being intentional about that. I am here that pulls everything into the body. Yeah. It's one of the first things I do in the morning. I do it outside barefoot mm. and I talk to the sky. I greet the morning. And the first thing I say, I'll say like, good morning world. I am here. And mm. then, I love that. Thank you so much for all the, all the things is that deep connection with earth that has to come first so much so that I had never, you, you just helped me because if I stay at somebody's house and I don't have access to like bare feet in the grass, I panic a little bit. <laughs> I'm mm -hmm. like, how can I start my day? 
And yet you just opened up to me. Like I could just put my feet on the floor. It won't be the same. It absolutely won't be the same, but you know, in a pinch that can be my, I am here. And it can get you into your body the same, even if it's not the same way in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's powerful. And then think about that. Like, let's marry this conversation back to the long game, right? Slowing down, deeper awareness, more wisdom that's coming from our body, our soul, our inner being. And then whatever comes our way, whatever bump or blip or speed bump, speed hump on our path, it's like we can, we can traverse it just a little bit more easily with a little more grace and space, we can be more patient with ourselves, which allows us to really open up to things unfolding at the pace that's in congruence with our rhythm. Yeah. And I know a lot of people right now. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I know a lot of people right now, including myself, going through these expansion periods where it's like, oh, that's a lot. Oh, I'm okay. We're going to add something else. We're going to add something else. Oh, cool. I'm doing it. I'm, I can't like, I have upgraded or I have, I am capable or whatever it is. I am brave enough to do this enormously scary thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I think, I think for us all right now, it's like, what are the the things we can do to shore ourselves up, you know, to make this part of our path solid and safe within us, you know, and doing it as, as in concert with our, with our physical bodies, the, the so often, and I think as women, but I don't, I don't think it's really generalized to just women we are really taught that our body is something separate from us. Oh, if it didn't do this, I would be better. You know, I would feel healthier. Oh, if I didn't have this thing that my body was doing, but it's like, no, we're not separate from our bodies. You know, it's, it's like to be whole, you have to have that connection, mind, body, and spirit, mm-hmm. you know? And I think it's, it just, it's actually more fun to have that connection, like to have all of it as often as possible, by the way, and PS for all those that are listening, this isn't about perfection. It's not about a hundred percent. I forget about my body half the time. Usually what, what happens is I'll walk into a wall or I'll smack my hand against the corner of something. And I'm like, Oh, not in my body, mm-hmm. not in my body. Yeah. It's often tripping over a root too, for me. Oh yeah. Or, or nothing, just tripping (laughs) for me. (laughs) But I love it when you pay attention and you pay attention, you know, like we just said a few minutes ago, it's all, all that we need to know is right here in our physical presence. Mm -hmm. And there's so much of this bringing it back to body awareness for a sec. There's so much of this body awareness that comes, it comes from actual physical experience. It's like growing up as a swimmer, 
there are things I don't even think about anymore with like, it's just, I'm so aware of where my body is in water. And when I was teaching adults how to swim, I would, they had no idea where their arms were. Um, and then there's the, like, then that made me think of swimmers learning to run. We're awkward. We're awkward on land at first because Mm -hmm. we know how to, we know where our body is in water, but not on land. So I'm sharing all that to say it takes practice. And some people have been practicing it since they were very young. And that's why they might seem like quote unquote better at it right now. And and today is a perfect day to start. If you haven't started your practice yet. Perfect day. Yeah. It's funny. Even when I tune in a little bit to my own, like younger aspects of myself, I, I, I do, I see like this vision of me, like just arms flailing, you know, never really knowing where I was in time and space um, and how different life was in general because of that, you know, and like I was saying a few minutes ago, and I love the way that where we are going and have gone with this conversation today, being on the pole, being a pole dancer and having to have body awareness when I'm upside down and spinning forward or backward, which is my inside leg. Hello, (laughs) you know, which arm do I let go? Which arm is actually the one holding me on the pole? It's all, it really requires intentional body awareness. And, and that just expands out into life in such a big way for me when I'm paying attention to it. Absolutely. I'm wondering if this body awareness conversation is connected to the long game because our bodies, when we are in our bodies, we move slower. It's our slower energetically, I guess. Not mm-hmm. us, but from our heads, our head or heads are like, bing, okay, now I want the next thing. Bing, I want the next thing. Mm-hmm. When we're in our bodies, we actually move at the natural pace of things. Yeah, I would agree. And I think too, it, it is, um, I don't want to say preparation for being able to ride through whatever storm may come in our lives at some point down the road. But I think there's this co- a collective calling out for kind of we're, we're, we're in a way we've, we're sort of now months and months out, out of the pandemic, quote unquote. <laughs> um, still, yes. It, 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 from a global shutdown, you know, perspective, but this is the time when we actually have the broader, more broad awareness of the experience that we went through and where the health of our body played either a big role in maintaining wellness during that time or not. And there's no blame or judgment there, you know, but now to be able to say, okay, how could preparing for the long game or being in awareness of the long game and this life is a long game. How can that connection into my body make any kind of, experience like that easier, more grace-filled. You know, the other thing is I was just saying that the greater consciousness was saying, and oh, by the way, 
you know, when we talk about long game, it's also this idea that life is not about finish lines. It's about this continuum. So we're all in the long game from the first breath we take to the last breath we take and beyond. Let's be real honest about that because it doesn't stop. You know, so our souls are actually in it for the long <laughs> game, right? Um, so how do we make our time here on this physical plane as grace-filled and easy as we possibly can moment to moment? And it's this being in the body, I think, is the biggest element of it. What about... Also, is there aspect of having fun, of playing? If we're well, here, if absolutely. we're here, we're waiting, not even waiting, but the things, the things are in progress. So we'll let them progress. And as we're, they're progressing, we get to go ride bikes or do whatever we do for fun. Dance oh, pools. heck yeah. I think, well, and, and again, I, I know we've talked about this on the podcast before, but everything for me is play. You know, it's, it's in the it, in the body movement perspective. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't feel play, I'm not doing it. And I will tell you that it's also that that idea has expanded out into pretty much everything that I do. You know, whether it's working with a client or clients, or teaching a class, or hosting my community, or um, or working with corporate clients. It, it has to have an element or elements of fun in it. I am with you. I have high standards and yeah. I also extends to me. If I'm listening to a podcast and it doesn't feel fun, I'm yes. reading an email. If my energy is not higher after I have had that experience, yeah. then no, thank you. Yeah. It's not for me. No, I I agree a hundred percent. And thank you for bringing that up because play is such a big part of, of me, of my, of my life. And, and I do believe that it's, it, it might not be the direct path into the connection into the body, but it makes it a whole heck of a lot more fun. <laughs> and isn't that the point? Isn't that why we're here to to play, to have fun. No, that's like Abraham says, right? Life is supposed to be fun. And I, and I actually believe that wholeheartedly, you know, I, I think that it doesn't always feel fun in every moment, but then we have a choice. What do we do with that? You know, how do we calibrate ourselves to a more fun place? without denying what we're going through. Cause that's a big, the greater consciousness always says when I start talking about like, it's supposed to be fun. This isn't about pretending that nothing, nothing is, uh, feels hard or challenging in our lives or sad or grief filled. It's like all of those things. And what, where can I find the fun? You know, as I'm talking that my little hummingbird outside my window is just flitting around out there. You know, maybe that's it. It's just being like witnessing this beautiful little hummingbird is the most fun I can find right now in the midst of everything I'm going through. But it's still in that turning our attention to that place that we can be in 
a grief state or a fear state and still find the positive aspects, still find the beauty and fun around us. And I think that's big when we can really like, not just grasp it, but ingest it Mm. and have it be part of what we're, what we're living. Did I just use that term ingestion? Do we talk about that before we started recording of it ingesting energy? I don't know. I don't think so. I was talking about that earlier today of like consciously choosing the energy I ingest. That is like, "Mm, I'm not going to put that in my body the same way I choose what food I'm going to put in my body. That, that one doesn't, it just doesn't feel right. So I'm not going to do that. And no, that doesn't feel right. So I'm not going to read that. I'm not going to roll around in that. No, no. Making choices all day, every day choosing where I'm going to take the next step. Yeah. What energy, what's worth your energy? What do you want to spend your energy on? I love this whole conversation because at the end of the day, at the end of this discussion, right? What we're talking about at the highest level is choice. It's about choice point. I think we talked about that maybe last month on the podcast as well. We did last month or two months ago. Conscious awareness and that we have a choice every, every moment, every moment. What do we choose? What are we choosing? How do we, how do we find the cadence that allows us access to the broader perspective so that we see that there's always a choice, always. And sometimes, and I know I've talked about this a ton over the past year or so, it's like sometimes the choice is to sit in the vat of shit, right? And that's okay too. It's a choice and it's conscious. And, And I just, you can't go wrong if you're taking action from a conscious place, even if you want to judge it or deem it bad or good. One of my favorite places to be sometimes is in that vat of shit. Arms crossed, pouty face, just stubborn as stubborn can be. Nope. I don't want to feel good. I want to feel like this just for now. And then it, then it passes, but it's a choice. And you're making that decision. This is how I want to feel right now. Right now. Yep. And then it kind of gets boring, you know? And I think that's the part about being conscious is when you're making a choice anyway, any choice that you make, if it doesn't feel good, you have a, you can't not see it. Mm -hmm. You have awareness of it. And then you can be like, push against it, push against it, push against it. But at some point it's going to feel really exhausting to be in resistance when it's like, yeah, this bad as shit isn't serving me. Felt good for the minute, for the moment. I felt justified in it and that, but it's like, it's kind of boring and it's not fun. So what other choice can I make? I really think there's something to that. Also choosing fun over boredom, over stale energy. Yeah. You've been sitting in this vat of shit. Is it fresh shit or is it stale shit? That's a good point. <laughs> Usually fresh, bubbly shit. <laughs> it's like it's like sitting in the cauldron, man. It's just like, yeah. It's funny. 
We're maybe funny. we should maybe we should pivot a little bit <laughs> for people with taste digestion and taste um <laughs> as their strongest sense or smell as their strongest sense let's get out of the vet of shit okay and back to what the greater consciousness needs us to know for the month of august mm. so we know slow down we know the long game yeah what what else do we need to know the greater consciousness is saying that this is really like all of this conversation is so on point with the energy right now. There's a, there's a, I'm just asking for the right word, not a reset potentially, but, but, a, but a definitely a shifting point that we're feeling here as we're moving from the end of July into the beginning of August. It's a, it's a, there's a hopefulness that comes in. There's that slowing down and speeding up that's happening at the same time. It's a prime month to dream things into reality, you know, but put the dream out there, they're saying, and then let it unfold. Baby step, baby step, slow step, slow step, slow step. Because so often what we'll see when we do that is bigger, brighter, better than we could have imagined. And that's part of the slowing down. You know, it's not just to prep, to prepare us for something rough and tumble that might be coming down the road, but it's also the slowing down so that we can really recognize and realize when we're co-creating, when we're allowing, when we're in tune and in touch, every miracle Every magic, every dream can show itself in ways that are both expected and unexpected at the same time. It's a really positive, we start, at least we start the month with this really positive, higher uh, open energy. You know, it may slow down a little bit as we get towards the end of the month, not in a bad way, you know. But it's almost like, what can you put in your sort of your dream box, your vortex, whatever words you want to call it now, so that as the energy slows down a little bit, that it, it is still in forward motion, that your dreams are still in forward motion, that the manifestations are still in forward motion. I've never heard you say the word forward so much, and you definitely say it differently than I've ever heard it said before. <laughs> Uh, it's a upstate New York thing, I think. I think so too. <laughs> it's like that in LaGuardia. <laughs> 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 kind of is like the same cadence. <laughs> All right. So positive, like this big boost of energy at the start of the month. Mm. Is that right? And then slowing down slow is not bad. Not bad. Slow is intentional. Slow is deliberate. Slow is magic. Mm -hmm. Magic doesn't have to be instantaneous. I think most of the magic in our lives is the long game. Mm -hmm. I do too. It feels yummy. It does. It does. You know, I think what the biggest piece of that is that if we really ingest, we'll use that term again, all of what we've talked about, it means we can never get it wrong. Mm -hmm. And it's never done. 
So there's no rush to get to the end zone of any of this. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun to, to, to realize the manifestations of our dreams, but that's not the finish line. There's no need to rush to it because as part of this journey, what happens is by the time we actually get the manifested thing in our hands, we've already launched the next dream, the next level. And it's not because we're not uh, satisfied or it's not because we're um, ungrateful for it. It's because we're here on this trajectory to continue to evolve and fine tune our tastes, our preferences, our desires, our dreams. So it's like, yes, the celebration when the things come into fruition, but also the knowing that there's more and more and more and more the whole long game. And the whole process, like when it, if it happens instantly, we don't see the whole process of the magic coming towards us, but mm-hmm. the, the things that take longer, the seeing the magic I've shared on the podcast before that we want to move. We just don't know where we're going yet. Mm-hmm. And one of the pieces of magic that's been coming through is there is another Kelsey Abbott out there who is looking at houses in Oregon. And I keep getting these emails that are like the how the farmhouse that you're interested in, in this place, here's the price. Like one of them came through and I was like, if we wanted to live there, this is like perfect house for us. The, the <laughs> recent one, I'm like, way too close to the neighbors, but I'm like, Oh, look at this evidence. It's Kelsey, your house is ready. And I'm like, Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, how often do we get the universe actually sending us an email? That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So So getting to see, I mean, I don't know where my house is yet, my physical house, but seeing that, seeing that piece of the process, that's like that, like really blatant, really obvious, like little kid wink. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. See, I know it's like, it helps relax from the like desire to check in. Hey, universe, did you get that request? Did you, are you, are you working on that? Do I need to remind you again Yeah. to help me out? And the universe is like, we got this. Yeah. We're making something really special. You're going to love it. Yes. It's so good. And I do. And I do love that example too, because the idea of stop catching ourselves when we want to rush forward after we've gotten some sign or symbol, you know, and just sitting with it and that slowing down again helps to get into the deeper understanding. Am I being invited to take an inspired action or am I being invited to just say, all right, universe, soul, spirit, God, Fred, I know you've got this. And I know if I stay out of the way until I'm needed, it's going to be as magical as magical can be. Now it'll always be what it is, but the clunky way I get there. If I try to insert myself where it doesn't need to be inserted, where I try to move something that doesn't need to be moved because of the timing, you know, it's the difference in the journey to the thing than it is really the thing. It's like your house will come. I know I've told the story before and I'll tell it super quick for those in your audience that haven't heard, but I, like woke up one day in January of, I don't know, 2013, 2014, 
2013. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm selling my house. And then I decided that what that insight meant was that I was supposed to do every waking hour for the next seven, eight, nine weeks to clean and sort and donate and paint and get the house ready to be on the market by some arbitrary date I picked March. And then when the house went on the market, like everything happened, water leaks and ant infestation and crazy neighbor walking the property line with a gun and like, just like the craziest things ever. And then it was so crazy. We finally, we took the house off the market. And I remember saying to the universe, like, what the heck? Like, I know I got this inspiration, you know, and it was a year later when I got inspired to sell the house again and it sold in four days. And my guides were like, we told you you were moving. We didn't say you were moving in six weeks. That was on you. And you made it a lot harder for that year. It took for the timing to line up than it had to be. The house was going to sell. It was always going to sell. But, you know, you, me, meaning me, interjected so much pain and suffering that didn't need to be there. And that's exactly what they're talking about when they're talking about, like, you get the inspiration and then you allow it to show itself. Do I need to take action? Yes or no. If I don't, all right, universe, then I'm going to trust you got this. You know what I want. Yeah. I feel like too, for the home selling, moving process. There's also that cultural belief that selling a house is hard, it's stressful. It's like, I think we've talked about last month about travel right now, that belief, oh yeah, travel nightmares. And you just set the intention, easy peasy. Easy peasy. It's all going to be easy peasy. And it was. Yes. Yeah. And it's very similar. Yeah. I, I think it's a beautiful, I mean, I, I just love this entire conversation because it's almost like this, um, what's the word? I'm sorry. It's like a review course, you know, it's like, we know all of this, but how fun is it when we can sit down in one conversation and sort of bring all of these elements up that we've talked about time and again over the last you know year or so that you and I have spent together. It feels like a real culmination of like, these are the big takeaways. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is the review course. This is the, oh, I can't remember what it's called when someone does a paper. Maybe it's just a review paper where they yeah. like cover all the past scientific studies. Yeah. yeah. Don't Good need thing. to know. Don't need to know. But how fun this whole thing is. Is there anything else you need to say the greater consciousness needs to say? right now? Mm, nope. They're good. They've said a lot and we've covered a lot of topics. It's more of a pause. Maybe, maybe when we listen to this podcast, we all are doing it while we're walking slowly mm-hmm. on the grass with our bare feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that vision. Yes. Yeah. Please. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much, Amy. So oh my gosh. Much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know the drill. Where can we find you? On this- the poll, on the, <laughs> on, the, on the mediumship, on all the things. Well, 
my website is amywhite.co. That's a great place to start. There's lots of resources and information about all of the different elements and aspects of the work that I do. I'm on Instagram at MZ Amy White, Ms. Amy White. And I'm also, if you want to check out my pole dancing uh, and some floor dancing, which I've just started this summer, um, Amy on the pole on Instagram as well. I'm also on Facebook, but I haven't spent a lot of time hanging around on Facebook anymore. Um, that could shift, but right now it's, um, it's a quiet, it's a little bit more quiet than my Instagram page for sure. Perfect. People are going to find you exactly the way they're supposed to find you. Exactly. I love it. Thank you for having me here. This is the one of the biggest joyful times of my month. I just mm. love it. Mine too. Mine too. I love it. And I love you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, if you haven't already, come on over to KelseyAbbott.com, get your free human design chart, get yourself on the money class wait list and or get yourself on my email list. All the things are at KelseyAbbott.com. If you want more Amy White, go to her website, which is amywhite.co. And finally, if you feel inspired to do so, please head over to Apple Podcasts and or Spotify and leave the Find Your Awesome podcast a five-star rating and a review. Thank you so much. I love you. I love you. You are amazing. Go forth and be awesome.